Are we? We're live. We are live for episode number 30 of the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast. I'm Chad Noonan. This is the fourth episode in our Just for Laughs series. It's been amazing. Uh, we've had Arthur Simeon on. We've had Bruce Hills on. Curtis Connor has been on the show. Steph Tolev has been on the show. Jeffrey Osmus. This Just for Laughs series has been amazing. And the festival hasn't even started yet. For me, anyways. The festival has started the nasty show I've seen has been going. Uh, Just for the Culture has been going every night. Big shows. They're selling out every time. I don't arrive till this week at Just for Laughs. So I'm very, very excited for that. Very excited for this episode. Uh, again, this is the 41st edition of Just for Laughs Montreal this summer. The festival's running from July 14th uh, to the 29th at locations all throughout the city of Montreal. It's the largest comedy festival in the world. Uh, lasting impact on Canadian and international comedy for, again, 41 years. Very excited for that. I'm very excited for the two guests I have on today's show. I have Noelle Miller on the show. Uh, but first, before I get to Noelle, it is Trey Kennedy. If you don't know Trey, you've probably seen his videos. His mom video is one of the funniest and most watched videos on YouTube. Uh, Trey was born in Oklahoma. And he never expected to enter the entertainment industry. While attending Oklahoma State University, Go Cowboys Trade found fame on the app Vine. You all remember Vine. Vine was an amazing app that had like six or seven second comedy videos. Some of them live on to this day. And Trey got 2.5 million followers on that app. He was a top creator on the app for more than three years. Uh, now he continues to have social media success on platforms like Instagram and TikTok, where he's combined more than 12 million followers. He currently has a podcast titled Correct Opinions and has transitioned from online comedy from his videos to stand up. And that's what he's going to be doing at Just for Laugh. Trey self-produced a comedy special, Are You For Real?, which can now be streamed on YouTube. His show at Just for Laughs, Saturday, July 29th, at the very cool Club Soda. The show is called Grow Up. I had a lot of fun talking to Trey. Just a super nice guy. Super great comedy mind. Awesome, awesome time. Please enjoy the interview with the great Trey Kennedy on the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast. So much great content. What your first comedy video was? Like, what, what was the first one you ever made? Do you know? First one ever made, like, regardless of the views, just first one. Yeah, first one. Just first, oh, like, my. oh, this is funny. I'm going to put this up. Yeah, I think. Um, so it was Vine. That's how I got started, um, the app Vine. And I that came out when I was, like, a freshman in college. And I, I remember making goofy videos on my Nokia flip phone when I was, like, 12. So I don't know if that's like kind of an answer, like with my buddies, like all of us did. And then Vine came out and I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And so I, I, I think I recall one of the first ones was a bit about like, you know how you like run into a cabinet and you get mad at the cabinet. So I just held selfie style and like hit my head on a cabinet and then like yelled at the cabinet. Boom. Comedy gold. Observational, just I'm going to observe something and mimic it in like a, a hilarious way pretty much i yeah i i um that's definitely been my style is just the what have i experienced what have we all experienced relatable classic and then trying to find the humor in it and so i i, I went from goofy vines and and uh 
and, and a lot of slapstick stuff early on too. I would do like dancing stuff and singing stuff. And then I, when I kind of, as the years went on, I realized, um, cause I was, I was raised super straight laced conservative. Like I, I was so nervous to upset people. So I was making like Disney G rated stuff. And then I started to, started to learn like, Oh, when you roast people, you do it in the, in the right way, they enjoy being made fun of. So that opened the doors to me, I feel like in exploring a lot more content and, and comedy to, to just roast everyone around me. It's been a blast. You're super likable in all your videos. Like as soon as they come on, you're, you're a likable person. So you do, you can like roast and make fun of moms or partners or whatever it is. What What's your like process? Let's say the mom video, which I think is like the more popular, the most popular one you have on, on YouTube. What's your process? Is it like a few days of like getting these ideas down on paper before you put it out there? Or is it just like, I'm going with a camera, improving, see what comes? it's um it, most of the time the process is kind of um pre-written the idea and maybe maybe half the jokes and the ideas and then it's a lot of kind of improving or or on the spot riffing with my cameraman who's who uh for years was this guy named jake who's now my opener he's a hilarious guy so and then you know my my new guy mikey and i always make sure the people working for me are have a great sense of humor and and kind of that observation as well to to bounce ideas off of but it's it's kind of half written half just on the go as as we roll like a joke pops up or or so many times like as i'm in the middle of the line you know kind of like when you're up on stage doing stand-up and and a tag just pops in your head it it kind of works like that too so those are the best don't, don't you feel so good when that happens like there's nothing better than when a tag that was not planned works no better the best yeah, and it's it, that's what's been cool about doing stand up is they're obviously way different, but also so similar. Where I'm on the fly making a video and I say a tag and my videographer dies laughing, and then we post it and everyone loves that tag. That I was like, yeah, that just came to me, and it's like it worked, cool. And you do that on stage, and you're just like, I didn't even think I'd say that. Now it's the funniest part of the thing. Like it's it's just such a cool feeling. Where did the transition to stand up happen? Like kind of take me through that journey. Um, Cause you're doing a show at JFL, which congrats. That's, that's huge and, and an amazing honor. Um, it's a stand up show. Um, and so where, where did that transition come from? Yeah. I, I just, every step of this way, every step of the way has blown my mind. I never was really pursue necessarily pursuing any of this. It was just like, I loved, I was always, the funny guy growing up, tried to be the funny guy, never thought I'd pursue it professionally in any capacity, but videos came out, went viral. Next thing you know, you can make a living doing that. So I started doing that. And then my, you know, I've, I've got agents hit me up saying they want to sign me because I can go sell out a venue. And I was like, S and, and do what, you know? <laughs> and, and like with a lot of influencers, the pitch was, well, you put, you know, maybe like you said, you go, you kind of like do your mom character on stage and and you know, maybe a Q and A. And I was just like, I mean, that, that sounds horrible. Like, so if you're telling me I can sell this many tickets, give me some time. Let me see what I can do. So I, that's in 2019, did my first stand up set and, and just started doing some spots and, and yeah, you know, it just, it, it went well enough where I was like, okay, I, I don't think I'm bad at this. I'm not good at this yet, but let's, let's see what happens. So just tried to put in the work and slowly over time 
developed a show, took it on the road. And it's, it's, I'm just really grateful I tried it because I was horrified to try it because I'm, I'm kind of a shy person deep down, but, um, now I'm now I feel great on stage and I'm having a blast. So. Was there any pushback from the stand-up community community? Um, you know, I know comedians, how it can be sometime, or was a really accepting, you know, environment. I've, that's been the fascinating part of it. So I've been making videos for 10 years. Vine is when I started. And it's like the first few years, the word influencer didn't even exist. Certainly no one was called a comedian from making content. And I was, I was like bullied merciless. I mean, people in college were like, what, why is he making all these videos? It's so strange. And then I'm an influencer, which we know we hear so many people hear that word and they're like, okay. And, and then I, start doing stand-up and I would go to the clubs and I live in Kansas city, not a comedy hotspot, but I, I was in the position where my agents would give me a guest spot on le really legitimate comedians who would come through town. And I remember just small talk in the green room and I would just lie, you know, they'd be like, what are you, how long have you been doing this? And the answer would be, this is my third time, but I'd just be like, ah, you know, nine months, you know, I'd just try. And I, I could tell they were like, you know, the internet guys here, here we go. But now I think you fast forward four years in the pandemic and, and now every comedian realizes they have to push out content. I, I, you're starting to, I'm starting to sense a little more respect of, of people realizing, oh, okay, putting out that much content isn't easy. You're doing your thing. And, um, and just, it, it's, that's been really surreal to hear people call me comedian and, and, and see comedians I look up to follow me and so I'm so so surreal to play JFL and I can't wait to meet a bunch of cool people up there so it's been wild yeah JFL that's that's very exciting your show's at Club Soda a super cool venue uh, it looks July, awesome July 29th it's 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 gonna be great uh you're from Oklahoma you went to Oklahoma State go Cowboys go Popes um, <laughs> no not traditional JFL uh territory there um what did you was jfl like a when did that become like a thing or a goal for you um at one point like obviously it's the biggest comedy festival in the world and we all know about it but i i don't think it's on anybody's radar growing up in, in oklahoma oh for sure that's that's the funniest part of growing up in oklahoma and you know not a lot of people creating a comedy career out of where i grew up and so just it, it's hilarious to tell people along the way like I don't know if you feel this way being a stand-up I don't know how your parents are but I'd be like the first time I went out and sold tickets I was like mom I sold out a comedy club and the you know my parents would be like or my friends would be like I mean yeah that makes sense you have millions of followers why would you not do that I'm like no that's a, that's a big deal that you like there's no guarantee I could do that and then I'm like I'm playing JFL and I definitely have some friends who are like whoa and then you know you have some friends who are like what that sounds fun I guess like that's a big deal so We've just been talking, me and my team, for a while. You speak of, of kind of trying to, like, the perception from other comedians or the, the industry or whatever. Um, we thought it was a, would be a really amazing goal and step for me to, to get in one of these comedy festivals, J, JFL obviously being the number one goal, and, and really hoping I get to cross paths and meet a ton of people and they get to see what I can do and, and uh, just try, try to get a little more into the the mainstream so-called comedian versus internet comedian is, is like, I never thought would happen. So 
that's kind of the goal there. Do your, your parents, they get what you do? Do they, they're like, yeah. So funny. No, not at all. They don't get yeah. it. I actually, I went to JFL last year. I was a part of the stand up and pitch competition. And awesome. my parents at that point had never seen me do stand up. I go do stand, never, never been to a show. They have, a, they're like supportive, but they're just, of course, they think I'm going to like make fun of them or say something that would be, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not even a dirty comic or anything. Right. Um, so I go to stand up and pitch and then uh, I end up winning it and I tell them and they're excited and happy for me. The next time I'm at the club, like near, it's an hour away from, from where we live. Um, guess who rolls in? My parents, <laughs> um, which was kind of funny. I made the joke with them. I was like, oh, you guys are a little late to the game after JFL, you start showing up. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was funny. No, they're great. Yeah, they're like, let's, we're going to wait till he really makes it before we show our yeah, face. And then we'll, you know? yeah. And then they were fine. Yeah. My, my, yeah. oh, yeah. My parents are awesome. They're so supportive. They just don't like my mom. She'll get, she'll compliment me so much. She'll see a show and she doesn't compliment the material or the performance. She's always blown away. She's like, how would you memorize that much? A full yeah. hour of memory. <laughs> That's so funny. What's next? This is like a huge um, accomplishment. Uh, obviously 2019 has been stand up. You're still pumping out videos. Like what's kind of your next goals in, in all this like crazy career you created for yourself. Thanks man. I, um, I guess we're, we're, we're kind of, we we're announced a bunch of new dates on my tour, just knocking those out. We're, we're probably getting halfway through it. And I just, I don't know, we trying to figure out uh, the second special, my first special is on my YouTube and you know, it's my first special. I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm really stoked on it. We self-produced it, put it on YouTube. So just trying to up the ante on the second special. I, I, I think this hour is, um, you know, more about me, more vulnerable, more interesting, funnier, and um, I just hope that special can do something really cool and, and lead to more opportunities. And other than that, man, I, I just had a baby boy. He's four months old awesome. and we're making videos touring the country. Uh, we just, we're, I'm going um, to Australia, which is insane. So New Zealand as well, New Zealand popping into New Zealand. Yeah. What is like create? I don't know. We'll, hopefully people buy tickets. I I'm getting DMS that people are, but it, it's hard to believe. So we'll just uh, get through this year being a dad and, and touring the world. And, and it very much, my mantra is just, just see what happens. Cause every step of my career is like, could like, if you told me two years ago, you're going to play the biggest comedy fest in the world. I'd be like, I don't, how I, how would that happen? You know? So I'm just going with it and just see what happens. So it's, I've been very fortunate. You have Toronto and Montreal coming up, I believe. Is this your first kind of trip into Canada? Yeah. So, for, you know, international is just it's Canada. My first out of country shows. First time in Canada. Oh, I went see. to Niagara Falls, which that doesn't count. I've heard that doesn't really count. They have so. they have an it's the only place in Canada with an IHOP, which is an American restaurant. So you're yeah, still in count. the States, technically. That's what I think. Doesn't count. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, really first time in Canada, man. I've heard Toronto is a cool city. I've heard Montreal is awesome. I can't wait to. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're, I'll have a day off there Friday to, to hopefully hang out and meet a bunch of people, see some shows. So it's gonna be a fun weekend. Awesome, man. Uh, I can't wait again, July 29th club soda, very cool venue, nine 30, uh, Trey Kennedy. I'll be there. So I'm going to be definitely hitting up that show. I'll be there all week. Uh, awesome, man. Yeah. Come say, Hey, we'll so hang. I appreciate you coming on and doing my uh, little podcast. This is, this is awesome. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, y'all come come say what's up, trakinger.com. And thanks again, Chad. I'll, we'll see you here in a few weeks.
Big thanks once again to Trey Kennedy for coming on the show. Absolute sweetheart of a human being Trey is. Don't forget, July 29th at Club Soda, 9.30. Trey Kennedy, grow up. That is Trey Kennedy, grow up. The show is happening at Just for Laughs. If you're in Montreal for Just for Laughs, don't miss it. Trey is an amazing, amazing comedian. You have to check out that show. Okay, time for my next guest. As I say that, my best Seth Meyers impression. It's uh, it's Noel Miller, which is very exciting. Noel Miller, between like directing, touring, podcasting, music, streaming, Noel's rise has been nothing short of amazing. In addition to starring in the popular YouTube series That's Cringe and podcast comedy duo Tiny Meat Gang with fellow comedian Cody Ko, Noel has created a successful series on his own, including his series about the hit British reality show Love Island. His broad reach has landed him deals with companies such as SeatGeek and Old Spice, as well as his solo comedy gigs across the country in the US and Canada. Uh, Noel has found success as a filmmaker, being the creative mind behind Tiny Meat Gang's hit music videos, including Walkman, which has garnered over 19 million views and their recent releases, Broke Bitch, Daddy, and Sophia, which has collectively gathered over 20 million views. Noel was awesome, awesome guest. Great guy to talk to. He has mul- he has a big show at, uh, at Just for Last this year, July 28th, Friday, July 28th, 7 p.m., the MTELUS, Noel Miller. His stand-up is, is incredible. I've seen clips online, but I'm very excited to see him live at that show. If you see me there, say hi. I will be there. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this interview. Awesome guy to talk to. Very funny dude. Give it up. Noel Miller on the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast. First off, I, I'm, I'm a much as I love comedy and I'm a huge comedy nerd. I'm also a big F1 nerd. Yeah. Um, so I just want to, I would love to just talk F1 with you the whole time, but yeah, sure. Easy. I just want to, I want your, your F1 simulator. I know you like racing simulator. Like how realistic is that to an actual car? <laughs> have you ever had the opportunity to, to get in an F1 car? An F1 car? No, I think uh, I need many more hundreds of millions of dollars, right. but okay. uh, yeah, I have a sim. Um, I think aspects of sim can be very one-to-one others not so much um i've not driven a formula one car but i've i've tested you know a race car before and uh, or test driven and um i've done a lot of just karting uh shifter carts as of recent so i would say it's it's hard to mimic the feel and the fumes and uh the smells and the elements but um so yeah yeah driving sim is great you what's your favorite f1 race i, I assume you've been to a bunch what's what's I've actually only been to two. I've been to okay. courtesy of Red Bull. Um, I got to go to the Miami GP, the first one, and then yeah. to go to Austin uh, some years ago. Um, so as far as like in person, I would say I uh, I really enjoyed Austin. Um, just such a classic track. Um, so yeah, I mean that that whole experience was was great. That's that's amazing. Yeah, a, a big big fan of F one. Uh, we got to talk JFL July twenty eighth is your show at the MPS. Yes. Uh, this is this is exciting. There's actually a whole Reddit thread 
about you. Um, and it's whether you're Canadian or American. Uh, <laughs> people going back and forth on, is he Canadian? And it's funny because the, the thread divulges into, can he run for president or can he run for prime minister of Canada? So what 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 is it here? Are you Canadian or American or dual citizenship or? Uh, I have dual. So I was okay. born in Toronto. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I am, but really by origin, I am Canadian. Um, that's, that is technically where I'm from. So prime minister it is, you will be. Yeah, 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 the PM. Yeah, so, so JFL, that must be, I mean, born here, Canadian roots, you know all about this amazing, huge festival. What an honor yeah. it must be for you to, to be performing at it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, it's not like, not necessarily the same thing, but um my dad was like involved in some like the early like Toronto film festivals. So um, I don't know to, to like be an adult now and, and, and come back to Canada and be a part of uh, something that, you know, is, is like, you know, native to uh, the country is, is pretty sweet. Um, pretty surreal. Canada seems to just do festivals. Well, you've mentioned the Toronto mm -hmm. Film Festival. Have you been to JFL before? I've been to JFL once. Uh, it, it was me and my uh, podcast co-host Cody. Um, we yep. we did a show um, and just you know hung around the grounds. So that was pretty great. And so yeah, this will be my first time at JFL solo, which uh, I'm definitely stoked for because uh, you know uh, I think with TMG it was more of like a variety show, and this is just a straight stand up, which I love. Tiny Meat Gang uh yeah. tmg where did that name come from it's so it's so awesome oh man to me. yeah i i, <laughs> I love telling this story so <laughs> when cody and i were working as like um software engineers and web developers we um we would often use our lunch breaks to get footage for his vlogs and i made a joke um megan loves this story uh, for those that don't know, you know, uh, um, one of my PR agents is on the line and she loves this story. Uh, <laughs> I saw her coming off mute. I thought she was going to, yeah. So basically the, um, during our lunch break, we, I was like running this bit to Cody about like, could you imagine, uh, during like a sonogram, is that what it is when they look at the baby? Um, yeah. if the child were sort of brandishing his piece. You know, like if, as if he was proud, knowing the sonogram was being taken. And then um, I just jokingly said, tiny meat gang. And then it just became a, a, like a tagline we would use. We just say it in his vlogs. It was just typically me just saying it to the camera. And then fast forward when uh, Cody thought to kind of make a song poking fun at Jake Paul, um, we you know, he had me part of it and then we needed like an artist name to put on Spotify. So we just kind of, oh, you know, tiny me gang, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the rest is history. So it's stuck. It's like that old joke that's been done so many times. But um, when the guy's looking at the sonogram or, or whatever, the baby, and it's clearly the baby's leg. And the guy's like, yeah. oh my God, no, that's not the leg, you know, it's yeah. like that, but, it's, yeah. but it's a it's a higher version of it. I, I yeah. Um, yeah. That's or great. tinier um, version. A tinier version of it, yeah. Um, so you, you, you podcast, filmmaker, uh, all these things. What's kind of like your process for taking on a new endeavor? Are you like a just dive right in, let's see if this can work 
Are you kind of like a what's the worst that can happen type of guy? Is that it? Like, yeah, I've, de- I've definitely uh, had my fair share of, I guess, uh, hard lessons. Uh, you know, maybe I take after, yeah. um, you know, other other creatives in that way of just kind of diving in head first and losing a lot of money. Um, so I, I've had plenty of those experiences, but I think stand up is um, not necessarily one of those. Uh, stand up, I always wanted to do, obviously, as a kid, and um, so I think coming into stand-up I actually took it like very seriously from the beginning um I I would actually as soon as I started stand-up I would record all my sets um I wouldn't put out clips then because that that wasn't a thing back then but um all through my you know first two three years of comedy I'd watch all of my sets like pretty religiously and uh uh really like try to iron out my performance and um so yeah, I think with standup is a bit more calculated, but with other like visual stuff, definitely I've um kind of dove in head first uh in very aggressive ways. <laughs> it's so funny because I record all I'm a stand-up as well. I record mm-hmm. all my sets and people are like, that was great, that was amazing. And I'll go back and watch it and just be so hard on myself because of, of course, you know, one little fumble nobody ever notices. Is that what you're like too? Is it like um yeah I can watch those early sets? No, hell no. I don't, I don't suffer through that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, th- there's there's a lot of that. I, I think if anything, I just, I really tried to study um, my, I don't know, like my physical performance. And I just try to, you know, pay attention to how I just was presenting myself. Um, if like, I seem to lack confidence in what I'm saying, and that might be a jump off point for, you know, maybe I don't, believe too much in the joke and things of that nature um yeah don't watch them now but um yeah I, I wasn't too hard on myself and I was more trying to just be a student and I try to watch myself pretty objectively and and just try to iron out like is this premise clear is what I'm saying making sense that type of stuff you you have great one-liners. You're a great one-liner comic. What's your yeah. writing process like? Are you like an actual pen and paper, sit down and write it? Or are you a work it out on stage, you know, type comic? Yeah, I, I think I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm pretty, I, I definitely like to work it out on stage. Um, I, I think uh, really it's just it, uh, some some stuff will just be in my mind and I'll just get up there and say it and uh i won't pre-plan it too much because um i just want to keep it as whatever that genuine thought was and then other stuff yeah i I don't necessarily pen to paper but uh write a lot of my my notes and then uh i'll type a lot of jokes just it's easier yeah yeah when you when you have an hour with what you're gonna do um Mm -hmm. tell us july 28th is that written out at all or is that just all up here (laughs) um no yeah i mean at this point it's like the back of my hand it was it was written at this point but yeah no it's uh it's all it's all in my mind it's which is a great i think it's an awesome place to be in because then uh i i do like to kind of float improv in here and there and Mm -hmm. um i think that's something that is important to me is that i'll do every show but it is just slightly different and something happens that feels like unique to that specific show um which I think I'm able to do because I know the set so well. Fun. What was your What was your first stand up set like? What was the first time where you decided, oh, this is something I'm going to try? Yeah, a pretty great story there. Um, so the guy who got me into comedy is a comic by the name of Andre Paradise. He 
he and I used to actually work together. Uh, his relationship with comedy at that point was uh, sort of, uh, you know, he had done it for so long that he'd kind of just pick it up for a bit, put it back down, pick it up. It was just, you know, what was working for him at the time. And we were both uh, web developers and I kind of joke around with the staff and he kind of pulled me aside and he said, you know, Hey man, uh, you ever thought about stand up? You, you got that vibe about you. And I said, I've thought about it, but you know, I've always, I've, I've never known even how to approach it. And he said, all right, cool. So uh, one day he comes into work and he says, Hey man, do you want to come see me do a show next week? And I say, yeah, of course. And, uh, Fast forward, we go to this show and it's his friend's open mic. And uh, he had just put me at the top of the list. <laughs> Going bullet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave, I gave like, I kind of was able to suss it out because one of my coworkers, you really smart dude, he said to me, you do realize like you're performing next week, right? And I said, what do you mean? And he's like, you're not, he's not just going to take you to see him at a show. Like he's, he asked you that question and now he's doing this to like kind of you know whatever so i wrote some really shitty jokes the night before and um you know i just kind of jumped off the cliff and yeah um the rest is history kind of thing did it go well no because uh no. that that mic was was a very brutal way to start it actually a lot of a lot of the LA scene would kind of float through that mic and um, a lot of comedy store regulars would float through there. Um, and a lot of very successful people now, you know, um, Quinta Brunson was always there. Um, David Lucas was always there. Uh, uh, who, who else am I thinking of? Rel Battle. Um, uh, yeah, just a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of great comics would would be in there. And so <laughs> when I went up there and said my god awful, whatever it was, I didn't unbeknownst to me i was standing in front of you know 20 or 30 real like seasoned and and uh strong uh, just comics and writers all up and down the uh, the board so it took me a while but i got my first laughs in there after about a year <laughs> once again friday july 28th mtel yes. 7 p.m jfl yes. that's got to be like crazy exciting i mean we already touched on this but to have your own show as well must be yeah yeah, yeah, no, it's it's like it's a it's a massive honor. I'm I'm really stoked because I've had you know I've just had a handful of uh, people just message me and and ask when I'm coming to Montreal and um, routing through Canada can be kind of tricky sometimes with tours. So to come back for JFL um, and to just have like this one night in Montreal, I think is going to be really awesome. Um, one question I always like to end with when I'm speaking to Canadians and you, you are a Canadian that was settled is this is the Canadian comedy hall of fame podcast. I know you don't know who's in the Canadian comedy hall of fame, but like yeah. you think of Canadians in comedy who are like, that's a hall of famer. Yeah. Future, future hall of famer. Like who comes to your mind? Um, who was the mayor that did all the coke? <laughs> Rob Ford or not Rob Ford. Uh, Doug. Well, was it Rob Ford? Yeah, I know he's got the Rob Ford. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, the mom, I know the mom made two of them because she knew one of them. <laughs> oh, but yeah, 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 he's definitely I, one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, because I'm so Americanized, I don't really know off top like who is in the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame. Um, that's a great answer. I love that. Might be the best answer we've ever had here. Rob yeah. or Doug Ford can. Yeah, Robert Doug, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which is wild. The one is a vegan, which blows my mind. No, thanks a lot for for coming on my podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Good, good luck. Have the best time in Montreal at JFK. Thank you. Really uh, appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Awesome. It was great chatting with you, Ted. Um, yeah. yeah, big ups to the show. Thank you for having me. Once again, Noel Miller, uh, his show is July 28th at the MTELA, 7 p.m., just for laughs. Very, very cool show for him. And Trey Kennedy, thanks to Trey Kennedy for coming on the show as well. Uh, his show is July 29th, 9.30 p.m., Club Soda. Both of those shows are going to be incredible, both very, very talented comedians. That's it for us. That's it for the Just for Laughs series as well. That's four Just for Laughs episode we pumped out in the last month. Uh, it's been a ton of fun. We did the Nasty Show. We did uh, Just for the Culture. And then we put these two uh, episodes together the last week with with uh, YouTube stars and Vine stars, which is very, very cool. So thanks to the people at Just for Laughs for, for letting me do this. Uh, and put together these episodes. This has been uh, a ton of fun, really rewarding. But now I get to go to Just for Last. Now I get to get on a, I was going to say plane, but really I'm just going to get in my Kia Sportage and drive two hours down the road to Montreal and enjoy the festival, which is very exciting. Uh, I hope you guys like this. Tons more episodes to come. I have another one coming out next week speaking about another festival, the Danforth Comedy Festival, which is coming up at the start of August. And don't forget, CanadianComedyHall.com is where you should go for all things Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame. For the Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast, I'm Chad Noonan. 